1: It feels right. Hello, good friends, and welcome to another episode of the Ten Thousand Lives Podcast. I'm Kyle Radke here with Julian Andrews. Julian, What's up? it's Friday afternoon. No, Friday morning. Friday afternoon. Um, we're recording this your third ap- third podcast of the week. So um, you're welcome. Really, the things we do, you know, for the people overall. So um, it's like super hot, and I'm upstairs in my um, house, and my air conditioner is either a mi- like makes it like 30 degrees in this room or um, 120 degrees, depending on if it's on or off. So, um, you know, cycling through that.
0: Nice, yeah, that's, uh doesn't sound like fun at all.
1: No, but, no. Um, this should be a pretty quick podcast. We're gonna do uh, go over some quick uh, Timberwolves tidbits, um, just like news over the last like 10 days that we haven't really touched on, nothing groundbreaking. Um, but before that, we wanna thank our good friends over at DraftKings. Um, basketball's over. But uh, baseball is in full swing, literally. Um, Put in your lineups, use the code TBPN if you're signing up and you're um, for the first time and you're going to deposit more than $5, which I would recommend. Um, Also, do their free pools. They're really, really fun and um, they're free and you can win money. Um, And then in a month or so, you're going to be able to start putting in like football preseason lineups, which seems absolutely wild to me. But um, I guess that's how time works. So, um, and also a big shout out to our friends over at Three Star Sports Cards. Uh, there, there's one in Bloomington, one in Little Canada. Uh, check them out online at threestarsportscards.com. They help with everything you need, whether it's you need uh, like, you know, equipment with like your your card holders or um, organization. And they have all the new products there as well. And you can check out their website. They do breaks too, if you're looking to maybe get high-end products at a, a, you know, a cheaper price. So um, go check them out and, and tell them the 10,000 Layups podcast sent, sent you. Um, that's been a really fun partnership for us. All right, Julian, um, we have three topics that I kind of want to discuss. Um, should be pretty quick. Uh, so the, the sale, uh, is official. Um, the Timberwolves have announced that Mark Laurie and Al Rodriguez are, uh, partners, um, of, of the ownership group. Of course, it's not like the full partnership that won't happen until I think like 2023, but, um, statement from, um, the, the group of Lori Rodriguez. We are honored to officially join Glenn Taylor and the ownership group of the Minnesota Timberwolves and Lynx organization. In this next chapter, we look forward to, get, to working together with the organization, getting to know the players and devoted fans and actively engaging in the community. Thank you to Glenn and Becky Taylor for their partnership throughout this process. And thank you, Commissioner Silver and the NBA for welcoming us into the league. Um, I don't know, not much to really say, I guess.
0: Well, I think, I mean, it seems like they are going to be more interested in kind of getting involved. And hopefully there'll be a little bit more of a public facing ownership group than Taylor is. That's kind of the vibe that I've gotten at least. And I think that that can help with the team's image and kind of the public perception of the team. And I think so. I think having a more kind of public facing, actively engaged ownership group is a good thing for a team overall. Um, And it seems like they're going to be that just from very early impressions. So I mean, it seems like positive positive developments. This is obviously not like huge news. Like this is honestly dotting I's and crossing T's like, we knew this was going to happen, but um, you know, seems like seems good.
1: And like Alex Rodriguez, like certainly throughout his playing time, not a super likable guy um, with the steroid stuff. But I think after like his retirement, I think like people have warmed up to him. He's been really good on TV. Um, Certainly a much more likable figure than Glenn Taylor. Yes. Like kind of this old, like dude that keeps hiring his people that he's comfortable with. And um Yeah. So, um, yeah, it it is what it is. Um, more news out of the Timberwolves organization, uh, Wolf scout Zarko. I'm going to make sure I'm pronouncing his last name right. I've I've met him a handful of times, uh, Zarko Dursich in the organization and parted ways. His contract was up and the two sides could not reach an agreement on terms for a new one. He's been with the wolves since 1996. Now, um, I think an easy way to look at this is say like, no big deal. Um, you know, a scout leaves, he's been with the organization for nearly 30 years, whatever. Um, I think another way to look at it is, like, you, th- there's been some movement in the organization already. And it's like, if he's been been able to withstand a bunch of, um, you know, it'd be different if, if the report, and this is from John Krasinski, if the report said uh, that he was stepping down from his position or, right. you know, whatever. To say parted ways seems weird.
0: They Where? couldn't come to terms on a new contract.
1: Yeah, that seems weird.
0: Like, is, are they stiffing him? Like, did, after this guy, like, being here for 26 years, they're not, or whatever it is, they're not going to be, like, it's not like he doesn't, ha- it's, like, not like he is unreasonable all of a sudden. Yeah, what like, is he making? Expectations like, I can't imagine exactly, what he's like. Yeah. Are, I don't know, man. It, it's, it's kind of disturbing. And it's yeah. not something, I guess, to read too much into, but it's just, like, yet another... Well, person leaves like yet another. I think when you look at it
1: in the, the same realm, it was like two weeks ago, like Robbie Seek is out. Um, you know, and it's like, What is on, it
0: that makes? I mean, yeah,
1: <laughs> he left on his own accords. Um, I don't know. I think you, I think you certainly wonder. Um, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to like shit on him too much, but I do think sometimes, you know, I, I don't, I don't know. Um, because normally, when you see these moves happen, it's normally like when a new GM takes over, mm-hmm. but we're almost into year three of the the rosas reg- regime. Um, and it just seems weird for like these types of moves to, to, to happen.
0: They're just not retaining talent like the Timberwolves yeah. are, just like in the front office. It seems like they're just like losing talent. And I mean, there's a lot of reasons that could happen. I mean, this isn't like a workplace, uh, culture and organizational structure podcast but i mean clearly something is up
1: yeah seems i agree it seems like there's probably some like this dysfunction on that side which yeah. um it wouldn't c- certainly won't be the shocking. first time yeah yeah it wouldn't, wouldn't be the first time and like yeah not shocking but also i think like alarming because I, I do think like the, the fans and i mean we can get into this later this offseason and we can like go through some of the moves but i think the fans are all like like Gerson Rosas is the smartest man ever and look at the staff he assembled, but then you look at what he's done and you're like, I, I don't like, I guess I don't understand. Um, you know, and he did a good job of like making the, making the narrative about how he's different and how he does things differently and how he's so um, diverse, which is certainly a good thing. Um, and getting all these people in different positions and we're smarter than everybody, but so far it feels like they've only outsmarted themselves.
0: And then uh, they'd lost people. Yeah. And the two big trades that he made are both bad. So what's left, you know, like I agree. Yeah.
1: I'm with you. Um, okay. Uh, next topic. Um, this is from Dane Moore. Um, the Minnesota Timberwolves have been pursuing Daniil Gallinari from the Atlanta Hawks this off season. Gallinari has two years, 42 million remaining on his contract. The second year is partially guaranteed to 5 million. Um, I like Gallinari a lot. My only concern, I guess, would be like who from the Timberwolves do the Hawks want? And if it's Malik Beasley, which seems like an obvious choice, why would you give him up if you're the wolves? So, um, I mean, another trade that I, I just, just, then another trade I put together was Ricky Rubio and Josh Okogi for Gallinari would like the math would work out. Um,
0: I don't get why you're going after God Gall- like this is again like ugh, i this is just so frustrating like do you think the Wolves are a galinari away from contention like
1: I mean i will say to... that if, like I, I guess if he plays the four like he's like a better version of Juancho and Gomez
0: yeah i guess they do need a four but if that's your so, only move
1: yeah i mean I like if you can get if you can do Rubio and a kogi for galinari like i think that's a no-brainer yes. because you get rid of Rubio's He, you know, he'll be on the last year of his contract. Um, You have a Kogi who like, we love him as a person, but like, I think like, I don't know, like his ceiling probably is pretty close to where, where he is now. Um, You have Gallinari who's certainly aging, but um, you get one year and then his second year is only 5 million guaranteed. I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't hate the move. I just, if I'm the Hawks, a team that just got to the Eastern conference finals, I'm not sure like the Rubio and a Kogi trade, you're certainly getting worse. I would think. And then, if you're doing like a Beasley trade for the Wolves, why do you do that? So I, I, I guess I just yeah. don't know what the trade would be.
0: No, yeah. I, I mean I guess we'll see if the if those reports are true. But like, oh man, yeah. Let's look yeah. at Gallinari's stats quick. Actually, I mean he's fine. Like I don't want I don't want I don't want this to be interpreted as like I don't think Gallinari is good because I mean I think Gallinari is a good player and he was I mean he's fine on the Hawks. He had like a year or a couple of years of being really good in OKC. So he'll be
1: 33 years old next year. He only played in 51 games last year.
0: Yeah. 13 points, four
1: rebounds, shot 43% from the field, which was his worst mark since 2017. Shot 40% from three. Yeah. I mean, he's
0: fine. So, I, I mean, if you're buying low here, like if you're buying, if you're getting, if you're paying for that guy that you just kind of read off and you are getting, a guy from previous seasons it could be a good trade you know but if you're paying for a guy from previous seasons after he just put up this not very good season or like pretty average season that just doesn't feel like the type of risk that the wolves like aren't good enough to make
1: yeah no i agree and i think if you're really if we really want to dive in here um you, you'd say to yourself if the Wolves got Gallinari for 19 million and they still have Hernan Gomez, who's who has a, a Mm
0: uh,
1: cap hit of 7 million. So all of a sudden suddenly you're paying $26 million for a powered forward position. Um, and you know, we talk about this trade quite a bit because the Wolves were so hesitant on signing Dario Saric Dario (laughs) Saric is due 8.5 million next year. Yeah. So 26 million for Hernan Gomez and Gallinari. And then, For eight million, you could have got Sarge, who is probably not as good as Gallinari is, um, if he if he's healthy. But he's certainly better than Hernan Gomez. And then you also have eighteen more million dollars to like of of cap space that you didn't have to waste on other things.
0: And you have the eleven pick, and and you would have the
1: eleven pick. Uh, okay. Um, Hey,
0: listen, it's all Gerson's master plan, Kyle. It's a master plan. No questions. Um,
1: yeah, and I I, 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 in fairness, he has made okay moves. Like the Beasley, like getting Beasley, I thought was a really and like Beasley yeah. and Jade McDaniel's, who I think, speaking of the power forward position, like he'll play a pretty big role there too. Um, yeah. And you know, if Hernan Gomez is part of the trade to get Gallinari, then I guess it kind of works out because you're getting McDaniel's those minutes back. So some good moves, but like I think like the, like the moves that he. Eh, I mean, we've, we talked about it enough. I mean, nobody
0: um, makes perfect. Nobody's like going to bat a hundred or bad, if they a hundred I mean, lots of people could bat a hundred. Yeah. The, I was
1: going to say, I can do that. Um,
0: nobody's going to bat a thousand, you know, in, in being a GM, but I just, I do sometimes think we like, are like all of, like we just like look at Gerson's moves that did work out and totally ignore the ones that didn't. And I get that there's some kind of wishful thinking going on because you want the team to be good.
1: Well, I guess my thing is like we we forget that there's really smart people on the other side of these trades too. Right. Where every time we make a trade, we think we're outsmarting these teams, and I, like in some of these, like the Warriors, right? Like a super smart franchise for the last 15 years. Like they haven't been outsmarted very often. So it's sometimes when you trade with those teams, it's like the alarms go off where you're like, well, maybe this actually isn't a good trade for us because they don't really make that many bad trades like and the thing is like wait till the warriors this year trade picks seven and 14 with like james wiseman for bradley beal and people and like you know wolves fans will be like well whatever like we don't that that pick could have been whatever it is but also you could have had a piece to trade for a bigger star than like d'angelo russell like i
0: we, well, I mean, yeah, the Warriors are the Warriors. The Suns just made the finals. Like, look at the teams who who the Wolves have like just done business with. Like, I think it's pretty fair to say that those teams have come out on top.
1: I agree. I, I agree with you. Um, okay, uh, let's go to the um, the Timberwolves are doing an open practice and scrimmage on August sixth. Um, they're calling it the Summer League Jam session. Um,
0: oh yeah, baby. But no, that I mean, it is like a good. No, it's idea. It's a cool idea. It's a really good idea. Yeah. I think flip I actually Saunders. saw this and I was like, "This is good."
1: Yeah, similar in the in the realm of like what we're flip Saunders like the Ducks After Dark. Um, and fans who register will attend. Will be able to attend an October home game, courtesy of
0: the new owners. Which yeah, um, that's cool. Um, Super smart marketing move. It's going to hopefully yeah. just like get more people in the building. Maybe engage some fans in a new way. This is kind of what got me thinking about. Um, the new ownership group i was like this is cool like glenn never would have like done an instagram live video or whatever or like a twitter video announcing this like they did and i think that's good um you know it's like i think we just have to you to like draw the balance between being optimistic and being like yes these are good things like it seems like this is a positive change i'm just being like yes oh my god everything they do is perfect you know because i just feel like there's this and this is what happens with garson it's like there's this there's these extremes that exist in this fan base where it's like everything sucks or everything is perfect and neither one of those are true like the wolves are in an okay position right now it seems like they might be getting slightly better um we just have to wait and see you know everyone's favorite thing to do wait and see it's true, it's true. silver yes, true. No, Summer uh, uh, jam session sounds uh, sounds fun.
1: Yeah, for that. Um, all right, Julian, that quick podcast. Um nice. We have to get back to we have to get back to work. But um, thank you for listening, everyone. Um, back to our regular schedule of two shows next week. So, um, Julian, you have a good weekend. Um, stay cool. And everybody yeah. else, uh, we'll we'll talk to you next week.